Welcome back to Life with Raj Ball. Here today with two of my good friends from Rice, Jacob Kaufman and AJ Kumar, or we can call them our college basketball insiders. And uh, we're just breaking down the final four and previewing the national championship game. Quick background, we just watched the two final four games and we're just giving you kind of like an instant reaction. Uh, and with that, I'm gonna hand it off to Jacob and we're gonna start talking about the, start with the Kansas and Villanova game. Yeah, um, so obviously um, Kansas Villanova. Um, not not the close game that UNC and Duke just delivered, um, but still pretty entertaining. Nova able to stick around after being down 10-0 early. Um, you know, for Kansas, really the story was Oche Abaji, um, McCormick just completely dominating Villanova, have absolutely no answer to him. Um, and just great all-around performance by Kansas, um, but mostly those two um, really stand out. As you watch the game. Yeah, and something that like we were talking about while we were watching is like the line was like Kansas minus four. That seemed like kind of like a lock as you're watching the game. Yeah. Kansas was in complete control. There's pretty much no doubt that they were going to win. It was just a matter of by how much. Yeah, and thing. you feel bad for Villanova as they come in. Undermanned, probably under talented. Um, you know, I, I think the only thing that they probably had going for them was, was the coaching advantage. Um, and yeah. that's just probably not enough to close a pretty significant talent and I mean not when you have like the talent and experience that Kansas has yeah Yeah. definitely and I mean it was clear Colin Gillespie wanted it Samuel wanted it Um, but at the end of the day it's just not enough Um, I mean Gillespie him crying at the end I think just speaks volumes right yeah I mean you feel for him I mean he did get his championship though he did yeah as a freshman but he still got one yeah (laughs) definitely um but yeah, great. Oche Abaji, six for six from three. McCormick Huge. went crazy. Um, yeah, I mean, a lot of the time in the final four, it's like X factors, players you don't expect to, to go off the, the carry a team to the championship or win championships. Um, not today for Kansas. Um, really, just their, their two best players playing like they have all season. Um, and that's when took them yeah. to the championship. Yeah, I guess your best players make the best plays. And that's what we saw tonight, clearly. And. I guess from from Villanova's standpoint, like their free throw shooting, it didn't matter how how good they shot from the line in this game. Which I guess in previous games, it, it was like okay, yeah, this clearly is a yeah. huge advantage. But against Kansas, it was like Kansas just had them outnumbered. Yeah, I mean when you're playing from ten to zero from yeah. from the get go, free throw shooting is kind of moot. Um, and forgive me, forgive me if I'm wrong, but like didn't they have like an issue in terms of their minutes or like were they really thin rotation wise? Yeah, they, yeah. Right? they yeah. were left without twenty percent of their scoring and more. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's a, a pretty huge loss and yeah. obviously that happened at the very end of the Houston game. They had no practice without him or anything. Yeah. And that's yeah, a big loss. Um Yeah. So. No overall it's a crazy game. I would say like personally having picked Villanova to reach the final, a bit heartbroken, but at the same time, you know. Sometimes yeah, the better team wins. Rock Chalk Jayhawk, I guess. Rock Chalk Jayhawk and uh, a pretty chalky road to the final yeah. four uh, and to yeah. the championship, I guess. Um, yeah. yeah, I guess probably the game against Creighton is their closest, and that was, and that was a nine seed. Surprisingly close, yeah. yeah. I guess, yeah. yeah. Four seed Providence, two seed Villanova, and ten seed Miami. Nothing too crazy for them. Um, and now we get 18 North Carolina in the championship. Yeah, that's a big time. Yeah, a good transition because this last game was unbelievable. I mean, shout out to Kansas and Villanova, but really we're here to talk about Duke yeah, and UNC. That's what makes the Duke-UNC rivalry just it was, so good. It was unbelievable. I mean, pretty much on your toes for the entirety of the game, going back and forth the whole time. 
Caleb Love might have just sealed his status as a first round pick. I don't know. That yeah. was just a great game by him, but and maybe maybe a little reactionary. Yeah, there. a little reactionary. Um, a little but, reactionary. Yeah, there. I mean, what what a game. Um, yeah, biggest lead probably seven for Duke, right? Um, and probably less for North Carolina. Just you know, awesome back and forth. What you love to see in Duke, North Carolina. Um, absolutely delivered for Coach K's last game, and um, if I'm not mistaken, that makes the all time series fifty to fifty. Duke, North Carolina for, for Coach K's career. Yeah. Um, beautiful balance. Love to see that. I'm surreal, yeah. So, there we go. Coach yeah. K with the balance. I guess he's Thanos. No. It's <laughs> not. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I went into the game um, a little bit worried about North Carolina's depth. Um, obviously, a, a five-man rotation usually isn't a recipe to success in a pretty exhausting NCAA tournament. Got to give a shout-out to our boy Puff Johnson. Yeah, though. Puff Johnson coming in with a clutch man. It's clutch free throws. Puff Johnson, we love you, man. This is... <laughs> yes, this is a so. Puff Johnson tribute episode. Yeah, exactly. No, no he played... Made those two big free throws to tie the game. That was a big... That was a big... Yeah. yeah. That was a big... Big yeah. time free throws. But, yeah. but also got to give a shout-out to yeah, Big Cough. Big Cough was... <laughs> 11 points, 21 <laughs> rebounds. Yeah. kind of style line is that? Yeah. Surreal. Shot like 30% from the field, but had 20, 21 rebounds. Yeah, ridiculous. And This I mean, guy's actually going to be a first-round pick. Uh, yeah, most yeah, likely. Most yeah, likely. I would say well, so. Yeah, 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 most likely. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Also, got to give a shout-out to Caleb Love. Caleb 40 Love, minutes, yeah. 28 points. Dude. That's surreal. Yeah, game-winning. Yeah, yeah game-clinching shot. Um, yeah, he's going to remember that one for a long time. Games like these just make you wonder, like, what type of conditioning drills does Hubert Davis have his guys doing? Because it's like, this Caleb Love played 40 minutes, didn't look gassed, made a clutch shot. No, for sure. Beautiful and athleticism, like yeah. a true acrobat. It was crazy. Yeah, not only that, I mean, basically all the starters playing yeah, 40, 40 minutes. 40 minutes a game, yeah. Yeah, and 40 minutes for the whole NCAA tournament. Um, and, yeah, what a credit to, to Hubert Davis. I mean, we talked about it during the game, but this is basically the same team that, that Roy Williams had. <laughs> Last year, um, switch out Kessler with um, with Manic, and, and you know he's taken this team to the national championship versus Williams. Um, you know losing in the first round, and so yeah, what what a turnaround. Yeah, also shout out to Manic because he made clutch threes as well. Like his catch and shoot game is yeah, no, very definitely. very very solid yeah. catch and shoot guy. And yeah, it started the game a little bit cold. Yeah, but, um, the second turn, half. Yeah, turned it he around. He kept moving and he kept making the big shots. I mean, yeah, that corner yeah. three and then that three he had on the wing. No, that was that was big time. Yeah. It's like even in the middle of the game, just like push the score up, keep yeah. it close. Well, I think a real telltale sign of the game was when Duke went up by seven to start the half, oh. and then UNC yeah. they came back and got the three yeah, straight three points. Yeah, like eleven zero run. Eleven yeah. zero. You're yeah. right. Yeah, eleven zero run. Forty five, forty one. Then Coach K has to call a timeout. We were thinking he should have called the timeout before it got to eleven zero. He's yeah. like, guys, come on, like call timeout now. But yeah, that was that was a key. It felt like a key moment in the game. It's like, yeah, Definitely. UNC's not backing down. Yeah, and two other keys I think we should probably talk about on, on the Duke side was um, Mark Williams, who I said is probably the most important player on Duke's team mm-hmm. a lot of the time. Um, oh, the free throws. Yeah, it, not only the free throws, but also he played 16 minutes this game, right? Um, yeah, Duke is, um, I, I believe, undefeated when he plays um, 30 minutes plus, really. Um, it, it's a... It's night and day when he's on the floor. It just changes the way um, you have to play it on, on offense, um, attacking the paint and stuff. Um, so 16 minutes, probably his season low. 
Um, and yeah, shout out to Armando Bacoff for yeah. Yeah, keeping him out. Um, and another important one, I'd love to hear AJ's thoughts on this, is um, AJ Griffin kind of disappearing. AJ one, Griffin. One for seven. Uh, I don't know. Oh, for four. I mean, I was on the AJ Griffin hype train. I thought he had a good tournament, and just yeah. like seeing him go up in the draft, I was really proud of him. But yeah. just like it's these kind of games, you just hope that he moves right more and yeah. is able to make more of an impact. Yeah, I mean, he's young. I, I do wonder if it's like a game script type thing. If it's like, you know, Coach K wants Boncaro yeah. and um, Keels to get more looks, yeah. I guess. But I mean, AJ Griffin doesn't bring the ball up, so yeah. it's really just like a matter of like, yeah. you yeah, know, how he's forced to move. Yeah. No, definitely. But well, yeah. I guess Paolo played pretty well, though. Paolo played really well. Yeah, he played very, very well. 2010. Yeah. Yeah, probably. It's very, very well. Yeah, the way he handles the ball, I, I don't know. It's, it's unbelievable, uh, especially in the mid range area, close uh, to the back. Definitely. I think he's yeah. very NBA ready, and like, yeah. I, I do worry about his ceiling. Um, I don't think he's got the the chat. Like, what's the next or Jabari ceiling? It's yeah, kind of hard to but answer that. I, I think you know, as you like, look at rookie of the year potential yeah. next year, definitely. Yeah. We hopefully he's not Michael Carter Williams, you know. <laughs> yeah, I think there's a, yeah, there's a, a few there's major a, there's differences. There's a few major differences. And, yeah. yeah, there's a few major differences, but yeah, yeah definitely. Um, yeah. But yeah, shout out to North Carolina. Sets Crazy. up a, a pretty fun championship. Yeah, um, Kansas yeah, North Carolina, greatest blue bloods in NCAA history. Yeah, yeah. It, it's hard to like. I guess North Carolina is truly the Cinderella team of the tournament now. <laughs> it's weird, team, right? Yeah. It was St. Peter's, but then <laughs> they eliminated them, and yeah. now we got Cinderella the knocks out Cinderella. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's kind of similar with UCLA last year, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah, like, perennial blue blood team makes an unlikely Final Four run. Um, mm-hmm. I guess it's kind of similar with Syracuse a few years ago. They went to the Final yeah. Four before losing to North it Carolina. Or something? Yeah, as yeah, an 11 was, seed. Yeah. Um, that was crazy. So, I mean, it's weird. Uh, I guess, I think, you know, these teams always come into the year with so much talent, and it's all there. Uh, obviously, North Carolina a lot of experience, too. Um, and so, you know, it's just a matter of putting it together. So even if the year doesn't go how, how you want, like this is a team that was pre- picked really high in the preseason, super high expectations, and it's all there. And it's good yeah. to see them put it together for the tournament. Yeah, it was as if as you were watching the game, it's like North Carolina clearly was like a well-oiled machine. And Duke was like, I guess you had like great blue chip talents. Yeah. And it was like they were trying to be cohesive, but North Carolina just felt more like a unit. Yeah, no, definitely. I think that's the beauty of college basketball is yeah. that like experience really does win um oh, it's yeah. not like you yeah. know alabama where you can just throw out a bunch of five-star wide no, receivers and football stuff. Yeah. 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 yeah you know and this is two really I mean, look at kentucky teams. this yeah. year right yeah i mean yeah no well, but, yeah. yeah two really experienced teams in the championship i mean look much like north carolina kansas brings back pretty much all of their Good players from last year, as a Remy Martin, um, off the bench. Yeah, who's playing very, very well. Yeah, yeah. no, definitely. Um, so super exciting championship. Um, yeah. yeah. Any thoughts? Oh, I, it's it's kind of hard to it's hard to I guess in a way it's hard to predict the championship now, but mm-hmm. if we think about it, it's like looking at both Kansas and North Carolina. Given what you just given what Jacob just said, it's very clear that these are both like teams that are very experienced. So it's like you're picking against experience versus experience. I guess in this case, when you look at the coaching staff, I guess Hubert Davis, but he's been an assistant for a while, so, yeah. and it's under and he's been under Roy Williams, so it's kind of yeah. hard to like really find a key differentiator. 
I guess Baycott, but Kansas's big man is playing pretty well yeah. as well. I, so I think McCormick hard. versus Baycott is really, yeah, it's be yeah. a really good matchup. They, they both, you know, have play with so much energy. Um, and, you know, similar size, um, yeah. similar, you know, general motor type thing. Um, and so I think that'll be a, a matchup to watch. Yeah. Um, and then, obviously, um, Abaji versus mm-hmm. probably R.J. Davis is who I, I'd imagine North Carolina throws at him. Um, For sure. What will be really fun to watch as well. Yeah. No, A.J., what do you think about the championship game? I think Kansas... I mean, Kansas has experience. They have more talent, too. So... Yeah. Just don't see UNC. You're leaning more Kansas. It seems like this guy's leaning more Kansas. Yeah. Yeah. Well, in a way, right? It's like remember how St. Peter's just like overcame Purdue, and then they just got thwarted by UNC. Mm -hmm. UNC just overcame Duke in a way. Yeah. That that felt like a championship game for you. I mean, right? Yeah. So. I mean, yeah. I. Coach K's last game is losing to you in the final four. (laughs) Yeah, and I'd imagine the way that the coaches went about preparing for this week is probably different between Bill Self and Hubert Davis, right? I think Bill Self was probably a little bit more confident going into Villanova, maybe yeah. takes a look at, at Duke and North Carolina and starts maybe planning for a few things. North Carolina, this is this is their Super Bowl. Oh right? yeah. This is oh, everything. Man. Um and so, you know, I don't wanna like predict no, a letdown no, no, or anything. No, 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 no. But well, know, it's a tough it's a tough draw. Also we will say I guess our college basketball insider Jacob Kaufman right here predicted Kansas to win it all. So there we go. Yes. Like he yeah. it's looking pretty good. I don't want to. We're not going to jinx it. Too we're not going yeah. to knock on some wood here for yeah. you, but it's looking pretty good. But UNC is clearly like they shouldn't be. You know, they should be treated seriously and taken seriously. Yeah, definitely. And, they're they're not an eight seed. Um, no, they're not. No, the the seeding this year is so off. Like U of H, University of Houston as a five seed. No, it's that crazy. didn't make any sense. Yeah, but I mean, no, you gotta do what you got to do. Yeah, I mean, but the the path that North Carolina's taken to the Final Four is also. Pretty crazy. Obviously, you know, St. Peter's, say what you want, pretty impressive. But beating a one seed in Baylor, beating a Final Four team in UCLA, beating Duke, you know, that is, that that's really tough. Um, they've overcame a lot and definitely um, love to see the underdog mentality. You don't want to count them out too early. Um, <laughs> definitely don't. And so I, I'm expecting, you know, I think it's going to be a game that stays close um, for a lot of the time, but, you know, with a, their iron five-man rotation and Kansas's depth experience it's just hard for me to see yeah them, you know keeping it you know less than 10 for the final score yeah we'll I, I'm curious to see what the game line is going to be yeah it, uh, if you ask me game. now I'd say Kansas 5 yeah Kansas I was thinking like five. I was thinking like 7 but uh, yeah that's a little I mean, that's a little that's yeah. a little aggressive based on yeah. I just yeah, yeah I a little recency bias came mm-hmm. in there based <laughs> on what we were saying but 5 yeah. is pretty good yeah I don't know, and, and also something that was great, uh, just one final, like with the Duke and UNC game, just the, the overall total, that was really nice to see, I guess, just having a high-scoring, thrilling game. Yeah. Like, it wasn't like it was, it was obviously a very competitive game, and you felt like it was going to the last shot, but the fact that it got to, like, 80, 75, 80, 77, or yeah, whatever just it was. the game you wanted to see in yeah. their first Final Four matchup. Well, it was like last year, the three of us, we watched uh, Gonzaga versus UCLA yeah. in the Final Four, and that felt like Incredible. the game of the year. Yeah. <laughs> and then, as a result, we saw Gonzaga just get crushed by Baylor. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's exhausting. Yeah, it's exhausting, right? right? Like you're, yeah. yeah, and I mean, obviously, also, another thing to consider, you saw Baycock go down with that the pretty tough-looking ankle, yeah. ankle sprain. Yeah. Um, I don't know if he was just able to gut it out with adrenaline, if he's actually okay. But definitely, like, a status worth looking at before the game. 
Uh, bake out at it's sixty percent versus a bake out at one hundred percent. That is a major. Yeah, I mean, you know, twenty one rebounds. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Surreal. Yeah. You need that. Yeah. No offense to Puff Johnson. Puff Johnson. Yeah. Well, hey, you know what? Next year, maybe we were talking about this earlier. Puff Johnson might be a key key yeah. focal point in the North Carolina program. Sure hope so. Tar Heel program. <laughs> we got you, Puff. But more importantly, you know, we're just looking forward to the national championship game. Had two awesome games today. It was a great Final Four day and. Great way to kind of recap and end, end the night, for sure. Definitely. It was a good time. All righty. Well, you know, thanks to Jacob and AJ for joining us. And uh, stay tuned for our next episode. Thank you guys all for listening.